Hello, everyone, and welcome, Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro, along with head coach Doug Peterson. Our weekly one-on-one -on -one presented by Wawa. Congratulations, coach! Thank Big you. Big win over the Giants. What are you taking from the game? Well, it's a win. It's a win. It's a win. It's a win against a division opponent. Uh, part of the process. Part of uh, you know the messaging to the team. We just got to take them one at a time, and uh, to get to where we want to be at the end of the season, uh, that was uh, that was a game we needed, and uh, we we came through. Played played for uh, played for sixty minutes. Why the run game worked so well? I think it was a, it was a. a Quite frankly, a, a dedication on my part, obviously, to, to stick with it um, and and trust the guys up front. The guys were blocking extremely well. They had a probably one of the best blocked games uh, by an offensive line this season that we've had. And and I thought that Josh and Corey uh, really really made some uh, some some positive gains. Even when even when holes were a little bit tight, they were able to bounce it outside and and, and do some nice things. So I, I just thought that the trust in the guys up front. Uh, me sticking with the game plan that way and, 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 and being committed to the run uh, really uh, really stood out in this game. So what does this mean as you go to your next game when you talk about game plans and the run game? and Does it change week to week? Well, Obviously quite frankly, to. it does because each week's different. And, and, you know, you always try to be committed to the run game. It, it definitely helps out your, your entire offense, opens up your playbook a little bit, you know, from a play-action standpoint. You saw the screens were very effective in this football game. And, um, you know, and so it, it, each week's a little bit different. You never know how, you know, um, the defense is going to come out and play it. Um, but that shouldn't change the way I uh, approach each game. And, and, you know, so I put a lot of that on myself, too, from a play caller standpoint to, to stay committed to that and, and get that run game off the ground. What are some of the factors that have gone into Josh Adams going from an undrafted player to somebody who's carrying 22 times a game against the Giants in a game you really had to win? How has he gotten to this point? I'm going to tell you, you go back to his junior year in college, he was a Heisman candidate. He was somebody in the talk uh, for the Heisman uh, that year. And, and so he, he's, a, he's a tremendous talent. He's a, he's a good running back. And so the potential and the athleticism and the ability is there. He just obviously needed to get worked in uh, with, with, the, with the injuries at the position, with Jay Ajayi and Darren Sproles. And I'm really kind of going on with three guys. He kind of has emerged right now as the guy, and he, he's just gotten better and better each week. And, and it doesn't take anything away from Corey and Wendell because those two are, are tremendous backs as well. I think Josh has just kind of kind of fit into a role. And, uh, you know, he, he doesn't do a ton on special teams where the other two guys do. And so this it really frees him up to uh, uh, play more of the running back position and, and carry more of the load. I just find it interesting that a, a running back who had Heisman possibilities as a junior does not get drafted and was not on the initial 53-man roster, could have signed on any team, and he's made that climb. It, it really is such a tiny separation from the top players in the league to those who are it, trying to make it's it. It's exactly right, Dave. I mean, you know, you're the last guy kept to the to the number one guy on your team, there's there's not a big separation there other than there's, here's your starter and, and here's a practice squad player. And it, it, is, it is a credit to Josh, too, to his hard work, his dedication to, to stick with it and to, and to keep fighting, to keep working. Um, there were flashes of it in preseason, you know, obviously when he played. And, and uh, then, you know, then, of course, he had, he had the injury, you know, uh, his senior year of college. And so it just kind of, I think, uh, shied some teams away from, from drafting him. And we've always kept our eye on him and, and uh, really, really wanted to get him into our, into our offense, into our system. And, and uh, we were fortunate that it did. I'd like to point out Zach Ertz, too, on Sunday against the Giants. Seven catches, 91 yards, another touchdown. Historically great numbers. Where has he come in your three years here, Coach? Where has Zach made his most improvement? I just think the detail to what to, to how he's running routes and, and how he's understanding uh, coverage, leverage, how teams are defending him, 
Uh, I do think that the emergence of Dallas into our offense uh, has opened up Zach a little bit. Alshon has had some some big games, and he's a big target. You know, so there's there's, there's other players that have affected uh, Zach's uh, you know output and, and what he's doing uh, in games. And then and then of course he and Carson being on the same page and understanding, you know, again that same leverage, that same coverage, and and for the touchdown play. You know, it was a great throw. It was nice by uh, Zach. He understood where the linebacker was coming back to the football, breaking a tackle, and getting in the end zone. So those are all things, you know, as you play more, and now he's that veteran veteran tight end, you, you just learn the game and you learn how to play. Things slow down for players, and, and, and he's playing extremely well right now. What did you take from Carson's performance leading the charge at the end of the game there for the points yeah. to win the game? Uh, he, he did some really good things in his football game, made some great throws. He, he managed the run game extremely well, got us into some, some run plays that, that, that got us into a better play than, than what I had called. And so he, he was able to do that and, and – you know the the, uh, the the touchdown pass obviously there to Zach. Of course we you know we had the long touchdown run that was negated, but those were all things that uh, he was able to get us in and out of. And um, it was really good to see that two minute to come back from 19 to three and then slowly climb our way back and then eventually go down and 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 win this football game in the fashion that we did. Um, it's exciting. It's exciting because you know you think about a year ago we kind of did the same thing to get ourselves in a position to win to win this game uh, on a kick. So. Let's let's hope that this yeah, is the, this nine is the game winning streak that, after that that uh, that gets us rolling a little bit. Coach, how about for you? The last couple of weeks, it's been it's been tight around here. I mean, it's been a lot of media criticism. Uh, your approach to that has always been very positive, keeping it that way. Why? Listen, th- th- this game this game's too hard. Uh, it's hard to, to win a game in this league, um, and, and quite frankly, it's week to week. And and you know, I don't worry about what the outside influences might say, the outside people might say, the media might say, because I. I I know what's going on in that locker room. I, I, I trust those players. I trust those coaches. We put great game plans together each week. And, and, and it's, it's, it's about us as coaches taking it to the field, coaching our players up, detailing our work. And, and I, see how, I see how this team operates. So uh, from that standpoint, you know, I, I don't get too overly concerned about it. Um, I know our guys are a resilient group. They're going to find a way to, to win, as they did the other day. Um, and, and, and so I, I just, you know, um, I just kind of push things aside and, and focus on the guys. Is it hard to stand in front of the media and get so many critical questions? It doesn't seem to get to you. It's not the most favorite thing I like to yeah. do, uh, but I know I've got to do it. And, yeah. and again, I'm going to defend my coaches. I'm going to defend the players. And I'll put everything back on me if I can. And, and, and so I don't mind. If, if we don't play well, I'm going to say we don't play well. And I'll put that on me as well. And, and but if we play well, I'm going to put that back on the players because they, they deserve the credit in those situations. So um, you, you take the good with the bad, and we've had some a lot of good around here, um, quite frankly, and, and, and now we got to win this week, so, so maybe they're off my back for a week. The job that Jim Schwartz did working without Jordan Hicks, working without Avante Maddox, working without starting cornerbacks, as a coach, how much do you admire and appreciate what he did? I, I think it's tremendous. Um, you know, sticking with the game plan and, and, and really trusting his guys out there, some young players who haven't played a lot, guys that were on our practice squad, you know, quite frankly, who were activated and uh, a new player off the street in, in Cravon and just bringing these guys in and um, getting them to play. And, and I think it's a credit, too, to guys like Malcolm and, and Jordan Hicks and Nigel and the guys that have been playing most recently to help these guys, you know, and, and, uh, and, and, and keep, their, keep their nerve level down, keep their confidence level high. Um, 
and, and credit Jim and the staff for, for what they've done and, and being able to keep it all together. And it's only just begun. The Redskins on Monday night, another NFC East challenge, getting tighter at the top of the division. How are they? As it should. Um, you know, they're going to be coming off a long rest, obviously, playing on Thursday, Thanksgiving. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's what you want. You're going down the stretch, the last, you know, month, month and a half of the season, uh, everything's right in front of us. Obviously, we got to take care of business each week and, and against another team that, that is a dangerous football team. They're also in the same kind of situation we are. They're fighting for the NFC East and as like us and the Cowboys. And, and uh, we just got to make sure that uh, we come out on top somehow, some way. Monday Night Football, prime time for the Eagles this week against the Washington Redskins. Thanks to Doug Peterson for joining us once again. Our weekly one-on-one -on -one presented by Wawa.